Hi guys, welcome to the Supply Media Podcast. I'm reviewing Westworld Season 3, Episode 6, Decoherence today. Now, the title is in reference to the world's current chaos we see throughout the world that has been caused by Dolores telling everybody their information. We even see the maze that's been a big part of Westworld, if you've been paying attention, uh, being spray-painted uh, during the chaos near Charlotte Hale's house. So yeah, if you're watching this, it's got spoilers. I'm sure you've watched it by this point. So I'm going to be quickly going over a few points that really stood out to me in this episode, and then give you my overall rating at the end. Now, what we see with Maeve is that she's in this field where Serac is sort of showing her what her life could be like, but then she wakes up in Nazi world, and then for some reason, just before the opening credits, she starts fighting all the Nazis, I guess because she realizes it doesn't matter, and she just wants to have some fun, but honestly, I didn't really get the point of this scene, so if you could tell me below, that'd be great, because I tried to figure out what this scene was about, but I didn't really get it. What I thought was really interesting about Maeve was that she could tell when she, her pod was being moved, so and then she could instantly access all the information as well. So she was able to update Hector to his original form with all his memories and all that stuff of her, so that was really interesting. Unfortunately for Hector, they decided to kill him off in this episode, just to bring him back, just to kill him off. That was absolutely heartbreaking, I absolutely love Hector. So also with Maeve this episode, we see her talking with a Dolores copy, you know, that's in her sort of digital world. Now, we found out that it's got some data corruption with it, and it looks very misshapen and deformed. But we find out later that this is from Connell's, and when he blew himself up, it didn't manage to destroy the memory unit. But even though it is a copy, technically, of Dolores, we see how Connell's, even in that short amount of time, has already diverted from the original Dolores, and she even says something along the lines of, if I was me, what would I be doing? Now, what I think the most uh, interesting parts of this episode was definitely the man in black. So it starts off just with them sort of setting the scene of him in the mental institution, and there was this really interesting side story with his uh, psychiatrist, or therapist, or whatever exactly she was. So she gets her profile sent to her, she finds out that she's going to have a loss of a medical license for one to two years. She'll get divorced. She'll lose the custody of her kids in 2.5 years. She has risk factors of multiple affairs with patients and opioid addiction. We get a text from her husband saying, I've taken the kids, don't try to contact me. And then later in the episode, as the man in black's going past, we see her kill herself. That was the most unexpectedly intense story arc in that episode that I could have ever imagined. Um, but anyway, going back to the man in black, so he basically calls the world a bacteria on a ball of mud. Now, this sort of overused view of mankind in Hollywood has sort of been done to death at this point, but it does provide sort of an interesting outlook where his viewpoint is at the moment. So we see he's assigned to augmented reality therapy, which just sounds traumatic, to be honest to me, but whatever. Um, he gets a digital blood reading. And we see they've got an unknown blood protein. Now, this could either be a tracker or it could be whatever Charlotte injected with him with uh, that was on the end of her finger in the other episode. The man in black gets that same implant that Caleb got. And man, did it look incredibly painful. We get a flashback to William's childhood, which at first seems to be quite sort of cliche, like he's got a you know abusive father or whatever. But we see later on that the dad seems to be an alcoholic because his kid's already a bit messed up. And maybe he isn't actually that abusive. And then that sort of ties into when uh, Delos asks Will, did your life just happen to you or did you choose it? And Will replies with, if you can't tell, does it matter? 
And I think this really does tie into the fact that he's not exactly sure what made him this way because there's no sort of predetermined factor like his dad was just this abusive dickhead all of his time growing up. And that's sort of come out in him uh, later on in his life. The Man in Black is also trapped in this room with all of his personalities, which was absolutely fantastic to see, uh, especially with Jimmy Simpson uh, coming back. So we've got the business and the adult version of Will. We've got the Jimmy Simpson era uh, version of him. We've got the Man in Black, and we've got the uh, childhood version of him. And then you've got James Delos in there, and I guess he's like the moderator of the group. And after some soul-searching, Will decides that he's going to cave all of his different personalities in with a chair and decide that he's going to save the world, effectively. And then he's released um, from this, and Bernard and Stubbs, you find out, are the ones that have released him uh, from the AR after the Doxers have left him there in the chaos. So the other bit of the episode that was extremely interesting was everything going on with Charlotte and Serac. So Charlotte is Dolores, obviously, but she's not. She's sort of got Charlotte Hale's emotions coming through, and then sort of they're bleeding together, creating sort of a newer person. So it's basically like Charlotte if she had more compassion. So that's why later on, when she's exposed by Serac, it's because she has more compassion for her kid, and Serac believes that the old Charlotte never would have checked in on her son when the business was in that much of a crisis. Serac really sort of puts forward his power in the episode with his insane plays. So he assassinates a board member in broad daylight right in front of Charlotte. Dolores has made it easy to kill people, basically, is what he says, with all the chaos that's going around. So with the chaos, Serac is able to go around and kill whoever he wants. He's allowed to operate however he would like, because there is just so much going on in the world at the moment, so he won't be noticed. After his successful acquisition of Delos, you see all the logos inside the building changing to Insight, and amazingly, Serac orders the destruction of $1 trillion worth of IP. Um, luckily, Charlotte ends up copying all of the host data, but it shows that Serac is that wealthy and that powerful that he doesn't even need a trillion dollars worth of IP, and all he wants is the key and what he came for. Now, luckily, Hale gets away by gassing everybody, and you instantly realise that Serac is a projection, but Charlotte takes a moment to realise it and has to pull a gun to his head and fire before she realises. What I just want to say about Tessa Thompson is that she is selling the action so much better than most. Like, if you remember that terrible axe scene with uh, Luke Hemsworth earlier in the season and stuff like that, Dolores is quite good in the action scenes, but I think that Tessa Thompson is by far the best at the action scenes when, you know, you can see the actress actually in camera and it's not a stunt person. The best in this show. Tessa Thompson, I think, is absolutely incredible at doing action. You get a great scene when she surrenders but activates the right bot from uh, earlier this season and it just starts taking out everybody how it puts itself together on the rack, and then it bashes through the wall, knocks the guy into the pool. All of that was absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed that. And then the episode finishes uh, with the body print complete of Maeve. Charlotte and her family are getting away, and then they are blown up in a car bomb. The prosthetic on Tessa Thompson to make her look burnt and hairless and all that was absolutely terrifying, to be honest. Um, well done, makeup team. That was That was hard to look at, really. But overall, I think another quality episode for this season. I'd give it an 88 out of 100. Tell me what you thought in the comments below. Like the video if you liked it. Dislike if you didn't like it. Make sure to subscribe. It really helps me out in the YouTube algorithm. Otherwise, thank you for watching, guys. See you in the next video. Bye.